let's go and get this started here. Welcome to the Dead Man Horror Show. I know a lot of you people watch after the fact, which is fine. That's great. Last week's episode, we talked about ghost sex. We talked about how Kesha, 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 the pop star, uh, flat out disclosed publicly that she's had intercourse, has had sex with a ghost. We talked about how there was this um, Amethyst Realm, this person in Britain, uh, this British lady who claimed to have sex not with five, not with ten, but over 20 ghosts. A woman claimed on British television that she gave up having sex with dudes over because she prefers ghost cock. You understand that? You understand what's going on there? You understand that this is real? Like, it doesn't make any sense. It's absurd. It's strange. It's weird, which is why I would cover it. It's like, what are these people thinking? What What's going on? But it gets even weirder. <laughs> I, I mean, I was like, well, am I really going to do the ghost sex thing again? Well... I mean, I may or may not have found something about a ghost coming back from the dead, uh, a loved one coming back from the dead for painal. So, um, yeah, we're doing it again. We're absolutely doing it again. Um, first, though, first, I got to say, this episode doesn't have a sponsor, but if it did, you definitely know to, you definitely need to go to eBay and look up uh, succubus spells. Okay, they work. I spent the twenty five dollars to get myself a succubus spell, and it works. Okay, um, I had a great time. The only problem is, is that uh, I'm bleeding from my dick, and it has turned black. I don't, and, and I'm not saying big and black. That would be that would be an upgrade. But we're talking. It's. Uh, I probably need to go see a doctor. I need to see a doctor. Um. Things aren't going well. It's <clears throat> I might be a little too TMI. I, I apologize for that. But let's get on topic here. No, you know what? I don't even think that really sells the succubus spell. Now I think about it. Um, I tell you what, we're gonna get into a story of is it possible to kill a ghost? Is it possible to murder what's already dead? Is it? I mean, there's a story that claims that there is. At least someone thought there is, thought it could be. Um, that's where we're going to start off here today. Uh, we're going to talk about some stories. And then we're eventually going to get into the ghosts that came back for panel. Okay? So, starting off here with the Hammersmith ghost murder case. It goes back to 1804. A long time ago. Don't worry. We have something more recent of someone thinking they killed a ghost. Oopsie doopsie. Turns out, oh, now, now they're now they're charged and convicted for murder. Oh, who could have saw that coming, right? Um, okay, so let's talk about this Hammersmith ghost murder case. Uh, from November, November, uh, eighteen oh three, a number of people in Hammersmith area claimed to have seen and some to have been attacked. By a ghost. A ghost, you say? Oh, yeah. We can get into the story. Let's get into it here. Let me move this here and move my chat over there. That way I make sure I can see it. How you guys doing? Whoa, buddy. Send it back to hell. Too late, too late. Damage has been done. Anyway, so local people said that there was a ghost in the area, and the ghost was of a man who had committed suicide uh, the previous year and had been buried in the Hammersmith Churchyard. Yeah, the entire audience is here. You're right, you're right. It really is. Uh, the contemporary belief was that suicide victims should not be buried in consecrated ground. As their souls would not be at rest, the apparition was described as being very tall and dressed in all white, but was also said to wear a calfskin garment with horns and large glass eyes at other times. Stories about the ghost soon began to circulate. Two women, one elderly, one other pregnant, were reported to have been seized by the ghost on separate occasions while walking near the churchyard. Uh, they were they were apparently so frightened 
They both died from shock a few days afterwards. Someone needs to put a stop to this ghost. You need the Ghostbusters there to, to, to... You need someone to murder this ghost. You need to kill this ghost. A brewer's servant, Thomas Groom, later testified that while walking through the churchyard with a companion one night, close to around 9 p.m., something rose from behind a tombstone and seized him by the throat. Now he's just attacking everybody. Okay, he attacked an elderly woman and a pregnant woman. Now he's just attacking some dude. Okay. Hearing the scuffle, his companion turned around, at which the ghost gave me a twist around, and I saw nothing. I gave a bit of a push with my fist, and I felt something soft like a great coat. On uh, December 29th, William Gridler, a night watchman, saw the ghost while near uh, Beaver Lane and gave chase. William Gridler is going to... William Girdler, I should say, Girdler, is going to be our our hero of this story. Okay, he's going to be our hero of this story. He was on patrol, okay, Uh, around the corner of Beaver Lane. While making his rounds around 10.30 p.m. on January 3rd, 1904, Gerdler met one of the uh, armed patrol area. Oh, my, my bad. My, my bad. I misread the story. I misread the story. Oh, let's read it here. Let's read it here. I, th- I thought William Girdler was a hero name. I thought it was a hero name. Let, let's see. Let's see who our, our, who our hero is here. Girdler met one of the armed citizens patrolling the area, a 29-year-old Francis Smith, armed with a shotgun. Smith told Girdler he was going to look for the supposed ghost. Girdler agreed that he would join Smith after he had called the hour at 11 p.m. and they would take the ghost if possible. They would take him by force. They were going to be our ghostbusters, if you will. Good. They needed that. They then went their separate ways. So it sounds like Girdler could be our man. Let's see. Just after 11 p.m., Smith encountered Thomas Millwood, a bricklayer who was wearing the normal white clothing of his trade, linen trousers entirely white, washed very clean, a waistcoat of flannel, apparently new, very white, and an apron, which he wore around him. Millward had been heading home with, with a visit to his parents and sister, who lived in Black Lion Lane. According to Anne Millward, the brick, uh, the bricklayer's sister, immediately after seeing her brother off, she heard Smith challenge him, saying, Damn you! Who are you? What are you? Damn you, I'll shoot you! All right, he found the ghost. After which Smith shot him and left him in the lower jaw. I shot him in the lower jaw and killed him. Okay. Well, look at that. You can kill a ghost. Clearly, clearly this bricklayer was pretending to be a ghost. Clearly he was the one haunting everybody, haunting the pregnant woman, the elderly woman, uh, grabbing some dude by the throat. Clearly, I mean, come on, right? Right? I mean, that's, that's what, that's what Smith had thought. After hearing the shot, Girdler and Smith's neighbor, John Locke, huh, like the John Locke, John Locke, together with a George Stowe, met Smith, who appeared very much agitated. Upon seeing Millwood's body and others, advised Smith to return home. Meanwhile, a constable arrived at the scene and took Smith into custody. Millwood's corpse was carried to an inn, where a surgeon, Mr. Flower, examined the body, uh, January 6th, pronounced death to be the result of a gunshot wound to the left side of the lower jaw. Well, well that, that's going to do it. That, that That's going to kill somebody. So here we have a story where there was a ghost haunting the area, supposedly, right? People believed that there was this ghost there. Uh, people claimed, an elderly woman claimed they saw it, a pregnant woman claimed they saw it. And they died of shock. And then these guys go, you know what? We're going to go hunt for some ghosts. We're going to hunt for this ghost. We're going to put it into the 
into it. Oh, I totally forgot about that. The guy was who was grabbed by his throat, right? Uh, so they become vigilantes. They go ghost busting. And they see something that appears to be a ghost. He's wearing all white. He looks ghostly. They shoot it. Oh, shit. It ain't a ghost. It's not a ghost. Oh, man. Damn it. So interesting about this case is that it set a legal precedent in the UK regarding self-defense. That someone could be held liable for their actions even if their consequences was of uh, mistaken belief. Which, I mean, I'll look at this and go, well, uh, yeah. I mean, accidental homicide. I mean, if you accidentally kill somebody, uh, you kill them. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah, you're gonna be you're gonna be sentenced for it. <laughs> you're gonna be held. Uh, there's gonna be some consequences for that. It's not like, oh, I didn't mean to do it, and you be, and just be let out. So let's talk about that here. The trial of Francis Smith. So Smith was tried for willful willful murder. The deceased wife, Miss uh, Philbrook. So that she had warned him to cover his white clothing with a great coat, as he already been mistaken for the ghost on a previous occasion. So whoa, 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 back up, back up, back up. This guy had already been mistaken as the ghost. He already knows people thought he was a ghost. So he goes, no, no, no. I'm just gonna wear what I'm gonna normally wear. And there's people around the area like worried about this ghost guy. And this could have all been avoided if he just listened to his wife. Okay, if he just listened to his wife, it ain't to be that guy to be like the wife was right. But the wife was right here. The wife was right. Um, she gets a point. Women get a point. Uh, if he just wore his great coat over his white garment and didn't try to role play, cosplay as a ghost, he wouldn't have been shot. You know, honestly, uh, I think Smith here was in the right. Uh, he was looking for a ghost. He saw what clearly was a ghost. The bricklayer was... We don't know. I mean, the bricklayer could have been spooking the pregnant lady, the old elderly lady. Could be grabbing guys by throats. I mean, we don't know what he could have been done. Uh, let me ask this. Did all this ghostly business stop after he died? Um, I think so. I think so. I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, there's a quote here. On Saturday evening, he and I were at home where he lived with me. He said he had uh, frightened two ladies and a gentleman who were coming alone in the terrace in a carriage. The two ladies and a gentleman? I mean, one lady was elderly, one lady was pregnant, so it was a pregnant lady and her, her mother. Okay? And they, they later on died of shock. Uh, for that man said, he dared to say that there goes the ghost. Uh, that he said he was no more of a ghost than he was. And asked him, using a bad word, did he want a punch of the head? I begged him to change his dress. Thomas says I, as there is a piece of work about the ghost, and your clothes look white. Pray do put on your great coat that you may not run any danger. He could he could have avoided this. You know what, honestly, you know, I think he actually enjoyed spooking those people. I think he kind of I think he enjoyed that. So, you know, um good. I'm glad. I'm glad uh, Hilmer Smith was shot. Okay, I'm glad he, he probably was a ghost. He was probably like a demon. Let's be honest here. Let's be honest. He's probably a prankster. He knew what he was doing. His wife was like, "Hey," in fact, his wife learned about this whole situation because he saw the situation. He saw that he spooked these people. People thought he was a ghost. They were freaked out. That you know, they later on died, and it was like, you know, I'm. I'm going to continue doing it. I'm going to continue doing my ghostly thing. I'm going to continue rumpling as a ghost. Well, you know, you're going to get shot. If you pretend to be a zombie or a demon and terrorizing people, you're going to get shot. Imagine if you were, like, in Texas and you pretend to be a zombie, like, like going after people, chasing people, right? How long do you think you're going to last until you get shot? Not long. Like, you're not going to last long at all. Imagine that. Imagine that. So, I mean, the person who shot you might still be, uh, you know, put on trial. But um, don't be surprised. Don't be surprised. So I found this story to be quite interesting. Let's dig a little bit deeper here. See what else we find. 
Millwood's sister testified that although Smith had called on her brother to stop or he would shoot, uh, Smith fired the gun almost immediately. Despite a number of declarations of Smith's good character, the chief judge, Lord Chief Baron of Sir Archibald MacDonald, jeez, that is a name. Who is this guy? Lord Chief Baron Sir Archibald MacDonald, a Scottish lawyer, judge, and politician. Man, what he didn't know was that his, uh, his family line down the line would eventually come out and create the world's greatest franchise. Um, I mean, like none other. Lord Chief Baron Sir Archibald MacDonald. That that is a that is a name. That's that is crazy. You have Lord Chief Baron. Th those are all titles. And then Sir. It's like four titles and then a name. Wow. Amazing there. Uh, he advised the jury that malice was not required for murder, merely an intent to kill. Uh, I don't think that has changed at all. It's still the same thing. Uh, he intended to kill. Chat, what do you think? What do you think about this? Uh, was Smith in the right? Is Smith our heroic ghost slayer? He shot and murdered a ghost, what he perceived to be a ghost. I mean, never mind this guy was pranking people, spooking people. A pregnant woman died. You care about babies? That's a dead baby right there. How do you care, how do you care about life? Well, guess what? That's a dead baby right there. That baby didn't have a choice. The baby dead died. The baby dead. How do you feel about this? How do you feel about this? Lord Chief Baron observed that Smith had neither acted in self-defense nor shot Millwood by accident. He had not been provoked by the supposed apparition, nor had he attempted to apprehend it. Millwood had not committed any offense to justify being shot. And even if the supposed ghost had been shot, it would not have been acceptable as frightening people would while pretending to be a ghost was not a serious felony. Well, what if it leads to death by shock afterwards? I mean, come on now. Come on. I like what you said there, Brucey. The dead baby is probably spooking his family right now. That's right. He came back and he haunted. So, yeah. This was, this was something that led to... Uh, 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 there was an effect on UK law about this, yeah, I guess. But now you might be wondering if there's other stories of someone shooting what they believe to be a ghost. Well, I just so happen to say I have something here for you. Uh, man kills... What he believes to be a ghost. Man, uh, let me word the title this way. Okay. Man shoots a ghost. Kills it. Later on finds out it's a boy. Oh, man. Oh, this story is not so funny. A three-year-old boy? A three-year-old? What the hell? How did this happen? A three-year-old boy died after he was severely beaten up by the person. Okay, so he wasn't. He wasn't shot. He was he was beaten. Okay. So so, uh, first off, first off, um, I don't know how you would beat up a ghost. Uh, I I guess, I guess if you could shoot at it, and and it dies, I suppose. I I guess I, I guess you could beat it up. But okay, uh, so this boy dies. A three year old was severely beaten up by a person suspecting him to be a ghost in, uh, Nagion district of Lower Assam. Assam. What the hell? What are we talking about? Uh, the boy was standing alone on the road of uh, Sa Sarudo Bastai Salna. I gotta Google where this is at. What, what are we talking about here? What is this? Is like India? What, what, what is this crap? What are we talking about? Is it? Is it real? Does it even matter? Does it even matter there? Come on, man. 
Oh, come on. Where, 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 where is this? Show me on a map. Okay, I went to a map. I can't read any of that. Yeah, it's India. It's India. Well, shit. Well, shit. I'm sure. I'm sure they're. I'm sure they go around beating up what they believe believe to be ghosts all the freaking time over there. I wouldn't be surprised. So, I mean, that's not a shocker. That's kind of expected. So, a boy was beaten up to death, brutally beaten up to death in India because some guy thought he was a ghost. What? What? What the hell? You know, the other one, the Hammersmith story I told you, like, I could understand why the guy shot the guy thinking he was a ghost. But this, this is just stupid. I mean, okay. Wow. And there's not a lot to the story. It is literally the boy was sitting alone on the road and uh, at night waiting for his father. who had gone to escort his mother back home. I, so is that a normal practice in India where they just leave their three year old on the side of the road? The dad escorts his mom back home, but leaves the child on the road. Why doesn't the. Why doesn't the father take the child with him? Like, what What are they... You know what? Honestly, the father should be arrested and tried for just neglecting his son. What What, what were you thinking? Is, is that something they do in India? They just... You know what? We're going to go back home. I'm going to take your mom back home because she needs to rest. But you stay here, son. You stay here. It's it's late at night. I know you're only three. Um, but I'm going to go. You be safe. And then he gets beaten up. Uh, so see him on the roadside. One, Lakham Takur, uh, who was passing by on a motorcycle. Oh, man. He had to be on a motorcycle. Oh, man. This guy was on a motorcycle. Okay. Some cheap, cheap India shit. Uh, thought him to be a ghost and severely beat him till he died. Wow. Wow. Damn. That is sad. What about what about the parents, huh? Are the parents going to be arrested for neglecting their kids? I, I think that's something that happens in India all the time. I think it's like they don't care. I mean, it's kind of what you expect. Moving on, though. Uh, before we get to the ghost that comes back for, for painal, there's a little other story I want to tell you. And this is true. Let me put, you know what? When I read this stuff, it's not like I'm just pulling it out from nowhere. Like, it's articles and stuff. Uh, eventually... You know, you guys are just going to have to believe me like Alex Jones. But this is a story from the New York Post. Okay. Uh, it is clipped out as much. Okay. Um, you don't really need to see that on the screen there. Okay. But this story here is very interesting. Singer who married a ghost claims he ruined their honeymoon. How? How can a ghost ruin your honeymoon? Chat. Speculate real fast. You marry a ghost, you're on a honeymoon. What happens? Does, does he does he trash up the place? Does he call you a cunt? Does he does he go for anal? Like like what are we talking about here? Like what what, what are we doing? You know? Uh British singer Broke Brocardi said Wednesday that her Victorian ghost husband Eduardo ruined their honeymoon by allegedly drinking too much. In wells, making her pay for everything. Well, he's a ghost. He doesn't have any money. I can't believe this is real. I can't believe I'm actually reading this stuff. Wait, wait, wait. Back, back up. So this singer, uh, supposedly married a ghost, and is complaining because the ghost doesn't have money to pay for anything, and was drinking too much. I, I didn't. For, I didn't even know ghosts could drink. I did not even know that was a thing. I didn't even know. I mean, I guess we learned actually last week you can marry a ghost somehow. 
Singer uh, met her spectral husband one night when uh, he appeared in her bedroom, and they had been seeing each other ever since. The couple hit a rough patch after Eduardo allegedly ghosted her for uh, disclosing the relationship to the public. Don't do that. Uh, don't be that public about it. Come on now. Uh, she says that doo -doo -doo, it was so special to walk down the aisle towards Eduardo uh, with the so song playing that I wrote for him. I would never forget the smile on his face. You want to see what she looks like? This is what she looks like. This is what the singer looks like. Now, for those listening to the podcast, um, I'll describe it the best I can. <clears throat> she looks like the walking dead. <clears throat> she looks dead. Okay, she look I don't she's wearing clothing, but she looks anorexic. She looks so anorexic where um mm, like her face is like sunken in. Like you can see the bones. It looks bad. It looks real bad. Uh Just, just awful. Just absolutely awful. Just absolutely awful. But according to uh, Brocardi, the wedding, open to both the living, saw a star-studded crowd uh, such as Elvis, Marilyn Monroe, and King Henry. Come on, man. What? This person's all over the place. But, but she had a wedding. Here's a picture of the wedding. There, there, there's a whole video. You want to see the video? Once again, for, the, for those listening to the podcast part, um, there's not much to see. It's her there. Um, there's a guy, I guess, I guess he's a preacher. I don't know how they're ordaining this whole thing, but, um, yeah, she was married. Uh, she married a ghost. She, she, she married a ghost. Wow. Wow. You're, you learned a lot here. You learned a lot of like weird stuff. Eduardo just couldn't resist winding me up and made an inappropriate comment about her looking hot. She says, Says the singer, you are married. He's not allowed to say you look hot. What, what are you talking about? Doesn't make any sense. Like you should be happy that the, that a ghost finds you. First off, the ghost is attracted to you because you already look dead. The ghost thinks you are a ghost. But the way the singer looks, which is that like a ghoul from like the, um, mm, the fallout series. Yeah, kind of like a ghoul from the Fallout series. I can see that. She already looks dead. She's a walking corpse. She Imagine Corpse Bride, but not good looking. Okay? Like a, in the Corpse Bride movie, you know, the little animated movie or whatever, you know, they at least try to make her, you know, I mean, I I, I wouldn't pass on it. I, I, would, I would smash it. But not this. Not this. In fact, let me ask the chat for those watching right now. Smash or pass? Smash or pass? Would you smash this or would you pass? Hmm? She already wants you to treat her like crap. She doesn't want any compliments. Don't make any compliments about how she looks. Don't tell her she looks good. Apparently, that's a problem. Don't tell her she looks hot. <laughs> that's sad. Even as a ghost, you can't drink too much. Man. You know, here's how I feel about ghosts. I don't know if ghosts are real or not. But if ghosts are real, I want to come back as a ghost. And I want to prank the hell out of everybody. I want to just, I want to see how far I can go. Like, what well, who, What would stop me? There's not like there's ghostbusters around. Like, what would stop me? I'm actually looking forward to the afterlife. I, if, if, man, if I could come back and haunt people, I would totally do it. Atomic wedgies. All over the place. Uh, check your fridge because I'll be I'll be <laughs> messing with things. It might be like minor inconveniences. Uh, purposely uh, misplacing things. Then it might be more, um, I guess, dangerous things like cutting the brake lines in your. Yeah, the brake line in your car. <laughs> you know, that could be an issue. Yeah, I mean, that's that's what I would totally do. I mean, chat, honestly, if you could come back as a ghost, I mean, what would you do? I mean, like, because nothing would stop you, right? I mean, you could do whatever. 
I'd imagine. Anyway, the story goes on. Their marriage still didn't quite uh, solidify on their honeymoon either. Uh, according to the singer, what was supposed to be a relaxing trip to their new uh, with the new boo was everything but that. Uh, Brocardi said that she ended up uh, covering. She was said that she ended up covered in sand and ice cream cone being shoved in her face when Eduardo tried to get feisty with her with an ice cream cone covered in sand. They're on a beach because that's where they would have to be, right? They're they're walking on a beach. I throw some sand at her. I guess he has an ice cream cone. I guess or so. I bet. What? Imagine this. You're a bystander. You're at, you're on the beach and you see this corpse bride walking by and a floating ice cream cone, and it's like, well, what what's going on here? That's that's weird. I. There's someone else that should have been interviewed for this story, and that is the um, the person who worked at the ice cream stand that sold the ice cream to uh, a ghost, because that would have been a story. Well, we're not going to get that story, are we? Chat. Find that person. I don't care if you actually find that person or if you tell me you find that person. Hit me up. And I want to interview that person. Okay? All right? So if you have an idea who this person could be, all right? Doesn't actually have to be the person. Maybe maybe it's someone who knows the person. I want to know. I want to know what happened. Because it's so it's so weird. This whole thing's weird. I, I can't believe someone actually wrote this and went this far and... Uh, entertaining what seems like just illusions, but uh, I guess it's real. I guess it's real here. Anyway, goes on. The whole trip just seemed... Oh, it's a quote from, from Brocardi. The whole trip just seemed to get worse and worse. Eduardo thought he was being passionate and romantic by wrestling me to the ground to frolic in the sand, but I was trying to share my ice cream with him, and it went everywhere, all over my face. Oh, so she was the one holding ice cream. That makes sense. In my hair. And then, of course, the sand struck it so I looked like I had a fight with a giant seagull. Well, that would be something to witness. Find that person. Find the person that witnessed this corpse bride fighting herself fight club style on the beach uh, to the point to where she gets, like, uh, I guess, ice cream all over her face and hair. That's interesting. Here's another image of her. Once again, the podcast feed is really going to enjoy this. Uh, another corpse bride. This angle actually looks a little bit better, um, but still would not would not smash. Would definitely pass. Would, would have to pass that up all the way. Uh, actually, I would dig a hole for her and be like, "There you go. Just just hop in, okay? I already dug you your hole. It's all set for you. Hop in, because that's where you should be." I think she's the walking dead. She looks like a walking dead. Okay. Uh, But apparently, Eduardo... uh, So she's mad that Eduardo doesn't have money. She says, Eduardo obviously doesn't have a bank card, so it was always me that had to pick up the tab everywhere we visit. Well, you you married a ghost. What were you thinking? He certainly likes to go wild in our hotel room mini bar. Is it... Is it Eduardo going wild, or is it her going wild and blaming on the ghost? See, see, this is this is this is interesting. So, like, okay, if this is real, if this is actually happening, what could be happening is that she thinks she sees a ghost, or she's just blaming on this ghost thing. Like she's seeing this guy around. Maybe she gets up and sees him. She blocks out. She's downing all these drinks at the mini bar. And then she blames it on on the, her Eduardo guy, whatever. Because if it's actually actually real, then we're talking about a whole other thing. A ghost is real and can drink and is raiding the mini bar, can get drunk. Psh, damn. Damn. You mean when I come back from the dead, I could still get drunk? Hell yeah. And probably no hangover. Because why would there be I don't even know what the logic would be for you to get drunk because it's not like you would be able to process the liquor in any way whatsoever. 
they'll just go right through you, whatever. But I'm sure you wouldn't get hung over, but maybe not. Actually, now that I talk about this, I don't, I'm not so sure about that because I'm not even sure how you would get drunk. It doesn't make any sense. Ah, oh, man. Man, oh, man. So, now, we are going to get into our painful story. We're going to get into the ghost that came back. Her butt sex. <laughs> Let me hydrate real fast. So, this story here, and I'm going to ask you, is this real... Is it not real? Okay. All right. My husband died and now his ghost wants anal. It goes on. My husband, Jake, passed away recently. Having to mourn the man I love was one of the hardest things I ever had to do. Let me move this over here. To this other monitor. I didn't think I would be able to live without seeing his face again. As luck would have it, just days after he died, he came back as a ghost. I was never a superstitious person, but when Jake, it had to be Jake. Why his name Jake? I just recognized that his name is Jake. Jake. Ah, Jake is such a... I think Jake is a cursed name. Anyway, but when Jake walked through the refrigerator and honked my breast, I knew it was really him weird misconception about ghosts they could walk through stuff but they also have the ability to grow okay over the next few hours uh, jake explained everything to me it's actually very romantic see his love for me is so strong that he chose to give up his physical form and spend the rest of eternity by my side hmm is that really romantic i mean wouldn't you want your peace Or at least until I die. That's a small flaw in the plan. He's stuck here forever. Well, I'll probably be gone by 2070, depending if I'm able to kick this drinking habit. It goes on. Full disclosure, a tiny, tiny part of why Jake became a ghost, what has to do with a certain unfinished aspect of our relationship, despite all we've gone through. There is one territory unexplored, one frontier unpenetrated, and that is the thing he couldn't resist without couldn't rest without my anus her butt he wants her butt she says she's not a prude and she says she's not a prude but anal is not something i'm particularly interested in i never thought jake was either that is until he came back after death in ghostly form to tell me otherwise once I had wrapped my head around all this, I realized I was stuck in a classic dilemma that every woman must deal with at some point in her life. Should I submit myself to a sexual act I'm uncomfortable with because my husband died and the spirit came back to ask for it? I, I really had to think about this. First, she says, it hurts. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, imagine it does hurt. Imagine painal hurts. Actually, wait, wait, back up. I don't, I don't think anal sex with a ghost would hurt. I don't even think anal, I don't even think sex with a ghost would. Okay, so these ladies, they claim they have sex with ghosts. And let me show you, I'm going to segue real fast because I think you guys don't believe and understand why you may not believe. But I have a story here, not a story. But a video, don't worry, for those on the podcast feed, you'll be able to hear it, and all you need to do is hear. That's just fine. Let me put it on the screen, though. I, 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 you know what? Just hear. Well, we'll just do it this way. Listen to this story. She's going to talk about how she had sex with a ghost. Here we go. Hello everybody. I wanted to talk about this really bizarre and weird story time. And as you can see from the title, it sounds very bizarre and weird, but basically I got fucked by a ghost. So she had, she, this the lady 
that's talk that was talking claims that she was fucked by a ghost. And she's gonna say it happened three times. Slash, I would say demon. And I'm just gonna talk about my two very explicit. She says two, but the video says actually three. Okay, and there, there's a little correction there. So three times she's had sex with a ghost. She claims she goes in full detail, but it's very long. Well, it's actually only six minutes. Said very vivid moments from that. So let's get started. We're gonna skip her intro. Don't need that music playing. Her demon, but just get fucked in general. Check out my OnlyFans. It's OnlyFans.com slash She has an OnlyFans. This lady has an OnlyFans. Of course she has an OnlyFans. I wonder if her video of her being uh, fucked by a ghost is on her OnlyFans. I wouldn't be surprised. You could go to Pornhub right now and search ghost sex and you'll find videos of people uh, claiming to be uh, having sex with a ghost. It is, it is uh, education, I suppose. Nikki Zarian, going on with the story time, uh, my first demonic weird ghost got fucked big time by ghost story took place when I was living with my parents and I swear to God, like the weirdest dream. She swears to God, okay. I had the sleep paralysis type of shit mainly have happened when I was living at my parents' place. I was laying in bed. I think it was like in the daytime for sure in the afternoon time. Uh, yeah, yeah. Also, I don't know why, but for me personally, I usually get sleep paralysis mainly in the daytime. It's never been at night. Anyone else? Go through this too. Does anyone else have sleep paralysis only in the daytime or at night? So I'm sleeping and I wake up at some point, which is exactly like sleep paralysis. You wake up, yeah. but you feel like you're not fully awake, but you're aware of your surroundings. Mm -hmm. And the thing that I remember, I literally felt a human body fucking me for like a few seconds. And I'm a human body fucking her, but only for a few seconds. Well, that's good to know. That's comforting. That I can last longer than a ghost. A few seconds, I can at least last longer than like a, like a minute, maybe, maybe a minute, two minutes. I mean, I, I'm trying to, I'm trying to complete. I'm trying to, I, I'm at a race here. Okay, I'm trying to get the the top speed. All right, <clears throat> but man, a few seconds. Whew, damn. How am I supposed to compete with that? How am I supposed to compete with that? I'm trying to get top speed. Man. I'm trying to move and call for help and just try to speak and I literally cannot. And I'm laying there and I'm like, oh my fucking God, someone is literally having sex with me and I can feel it. This is some kind of sleep paralysis shit. And then I move my head finally for like a little bit. So I wanted to play this here because this woman claims that she's had sex three times, the ghost, and she actually felt it. So... I'll go ahead and play it some more, but just just keep that in mind of what's going on here. And I can see a full-on demon, demonic-looking-ass, ugly-ass motherfucker in the corner of my bedroom. I just saw, like, full-on black figure. Oh, just getting chills just thinking about it. Demonic, just all black. And I saw... All black. It was a black demon. A black demon. A dirty black demon just sitting in the corner. So was the black demon sitting in the corner watching the other demon fucker? Is that what's going on here? Man. Man, she has a haunted badge, dude. There. They're waiting. They're taking turns. Uh, I think it was like red eyes. It literally looked like one Dirty of those typical things you would see out of a scary movie. And this sound, I will never forget because it's just so specific and it felt... What was the sound? The sound of him coming? <laughs> so real that I can never get out of my head, but I literally heard a demon growl. I heard a demon growl in my ear, and it literally sounded like oh. period of platypus, but deeper voice and just more demonic. Period of platypus? Why the fuck did I even say period of platypus? I don't know. You Is that period of platypus? The reference, though. Is that how you say it? Period of platypus. Period of platypus? What? It's Perry the Platypus. Not Perry the Platypus. Okay. I've so never really watched Phineas and Ferb. Like, I've. I don't even know what she's referring to right now. Watch maybe one episode, so don't come after me, fans. I'm sorry. That was I'm guessing it's something like a. Uh, yeah. I like a. Uh, you know, something. 
So it's a deep. So kind of like that, like. Oh, like that. But just oh. deeper, demonic. I literally felt. <laughs> someone fucking me. Then I saw a demon, and then it growled literally in my ear. I ooh ooh that still haunts me until this day. Oh ooh, ooh. it seemed like she liked it though. Do you see that? We said ooh ooh. It looked like she was actually getting turned on. Just think about it. She's conflicted. She liked it. It happened three times. She liked it. She liked it. She 100% liked it. She had sex with the ghost. She liked it. I mean, it's good. Just, it it messes with your stuff. Like, the succubus spell I used the other day worked. It just left my dick all black and bleeding, and it's horrible. Um, mm. uh, moving on. Don't worry about that. I'll be fine. Uh, I don't think you guys care that much. Uh, TMI, right? Um, I mean, I get what I get for uh, dealing with, uh, I guess, black arts, if you will. But the anal thing. So if if these women are saying they're having sex with ghosts, and there's a woman who's saying that her husband came back to fuck her in the ass, um, why say no? It's a ghost dick. How could it possibly hurt? It's just... Like, I, I don't even know what the ghost gets out of it. I don't even know. I You know, it, it doesn't make any sense. Well, whatever. The ghost is going through the motions. Maybe it's like an energy, energy thing. With going with chakras. Maybe there's a certain chakra in the ass that the demons, the demon, the ghost cock has to touch. I don't know. I don't know. I'm grasping at straws here. But the whole thing is like uh, grasping at the, uh, like, like ghostly auras, right? It's, like, it's all elusive. It doesn't make any sense. <sighs> anyway, going on with the anal story, she goes on. Uh, once I wrapped my head around all this, I realized I was oh, okay. We talked about this. She said, first it hurts that he waited so long to tell me that her husband waited so long to tell me that we were best friends, and I thought we could talk about anything. More importantly, why didn't he ask me for it? Uh, on that surprise trip to Hawaii. Uh, seriously, why do you ever bring someone to Hawaii if not to ask for anal? Okay. Second, this ghost thing has really changed the nature of our, of our relationship. Jake and I can't socialize in public together. Ghosts are pretty uh, marginalized. Ghosts can't really do anything, honestly. Besides, he mostly likes to hang out in the basement and, and well, which is uh, annoying, I can imagine. Finally, what does it say about me as a woman if I bend over for my ghost? Like any ghost that comes my way, I have gently declined anal offers from many uh, OPEC humans. And now here Jake comes. It's your husband, woman. It's your husband, your former husband. Um, and he's not parting. Um, and she's like, oh, now here comes my ex-husband, my ghost husband. And more similar to a cloud than man. And he's expecting my opinion to change. Becoming a ghost just for butt play is pretty manipulative. It is why I say, hmm, interesting. Uh, it goes on to say, but look, I get it. There's literally no greater gesture of love than haunting someone. It's sweet, it's sweet. But I'll put another one. Uh, but I'll put another one of my orifices up on the sexual marketplace. I don't think so. Now you might be wondering, is this story real, or is it fake? Is it, is it any more real than the other stories I've read? I mean, at least the pri Is it any more real than that story uh, where the lady flat out said she was fucked by a ghost three times? Now, I will tell you. I will, will reveal right here. This story right here about pain is not real. In fact, if anything, that was supposed to be humor, but it was meh. Eh, whatever. But the fact remains that there are these ladies out there that do believe, not just ladies, there's dudes too, who will tell you with a straight face that they're banging ghosts, that they're banging ghosts in all sorts of ways. There are ladies out there that will claim they've been ghosts so many times. It's a, a C number like 27. 
It's it's absurd. It's like what what are we talking about? It, it's it's insane, right? There's ladies that claim they've married ghosts, not only married ghosts, but had to divorce a ghost, and then uh, married a ghost, and then had a honeymoon crash. We talked about that here today. So it's like, is it possible? I guess in the realm of insanity, sure, the panel would be possible. The ghost coming back for panel. I'm gonna tear into that ass. Oh my god. Uh, so that story here tonight was actually the one that was obviously, obviously a dud. Uh, well, um, a troll, if you will. But the the killing of a ghost, that whole thing, that was real. That was based on a real case. These other stories, they're based on um, personal accounts and news articles and a YouTube video or someone claims to have been fucked by a ghost. So, yeah. So at the end of it all, though, as I wrap this episode up, what what are your thoughts on this? I mean, it's, it's strange, right? First, you have to believe that ghosts exist. You have to believe it's possible, and then it's... Can you even have sex with a ghost? Like, well, what? How is that possible? How does that work? If, if ghosts are energy, just then I, I suppose that energy was on top of you, you would feel it. I don't know how it would feel. It. I mean, I don't know what it'd be feeling for exactly. Uh, if it was like a succubus or an incubus, I would understand a little bit more. Hmm. Maybe that could be a future episode. Getting deeper into succubuses and incubuses. Hmm. But I think next week, I think next week, we're going to explore situations where murders have been solved by ghosts. Ghost detectives? Is that a real thing? Well, it seems to be. But that said, man, I hope you enjoyed this. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Dead Man Horror Show. It was mm, quite interesting, I think. Not really what you expected, I suppose. But nevertheless, y'all take it easy and have a good one.